Hello, Guru Fateh. Welcome to the SikTask. My name is Manpreet Singh. Thank you for being with us. We are here with a very special episode. And with me today, I have Harinder Singh. Harinder, what's going on, man? Guru Fateh, Manpreet Singh. Uh, well, things are quite... Uh, the news is keeping us all busy, isn't it? You know, from what's happening in Texas to what's happening in Delhi and everything in between. The news certainly these days are keeping everybody busy. Well, I'm glad I have you here. Um, I wanna, we are going to talk about the Nankana massacre, also known as Saka Nankana. Today is a hundred years later, and I don't think that many Sikhs know of it. And I just, I honestly got to know of it about four or five years ago. I really got to know of it and read about it. So I'm glad I have you here. But before we even get to the massacre, Let's talk about Nankana Sahib itself. Why does this place hold a special place in every Sikh's heart? Yeah, so it holds special place uh, definitely in Sikh's heart and, and the Punjabi heart. All Punjabis actually, because as Punjabis lovingly call it Sri Nankana Sahib. They call it Sri Nankana Sahib because it is named after the founder of Sikhi, Guru Nanak Sahib. And Nankana exists because Guru Nanak came into this world in that village at the time, which now is a district. Uh, so the whole Nankana Sahib's existence is known in the world. It came on the world map because of the advent of Guru Nanak Sahib, because of the elimination or the wisdom of the Ekovankar, which Guru Nanak gave to the world. And we now all get to talk about Nankana Sahib. We visit Nankana Sahib's, I've done it multiple times. And Nankana Sahib has been etched in Sikh memory and Sikh psyche for sure, but also at a larger Punjabi psyche and anyone who in any shape or form associates herself or himself in Kurdanak Sahib. Well, thanks for that background. So let's talk about Saka Nankana or the Nankana massacre. What was it? Tell us about it. So the simply put, you know, uh, everyone knows Jaliyawala Bagh massacre, for example, right? That in 1919, you know, there was assembly and there was indiscriminate firing and they killed a bunch of Punjabi, primarily Sikhs, who had gathered in, uh, near Darbar Sahib Amritsar on the Vasakhi day. Well, a couple of years later, to be exact, in 1921, on February 20th, exactly 100 years ago from today, a uh, similar thing happened, but in a much dire circumstances, I would say. Because what happened was that there was a, uh, at the birthplace of Guru Nanak Sahib, Sikhs are doing part as a part of a peaceful protest after listening to Asa Kiwar in the complex of Gurudara and Nankarna Sahib Janamasthan. And I say Janamasthan because when we say Nankarna Sahib, it has multiple Gurdwaras. Uh, so when they are in the main Gurdwara called Gurdwara Janamasthan, they're listening to Asa Kiwar and they hear bullets coming right and left. And what you end up having is uh, somewhere in the neighbor of 200 people, the numbers there are conflicting stories on depending on which report and which version you go by. But around 200 people were killed, unarmed people, by the Mahant, uh, the person who was in charge of Gurdwara at that time, you can say. So that's what happened. Um, there are many details as to why it was happened. Uh, what people probably want to know is who is this Mahant? Well, his name was Mahant Narayandas. And Mahants, just so you know, is a term which came out actually from the Udasi tradition, the Udasi or the Sanatan traditions. Udasis who were taking care of the Gurdwaras 
uh, post 18th century, they started really taking care of most of the Gurdwaras and they were doing a great services during Rajit Singh period. But after 1849 annexation of Punjab, uh, they actually worked with the British. And so they were, they sometimes had Sikh form, but they necessarily were not Sikhs. Uh, and they became the caretakers of these. And most of them were from a hereditary angle became the caretakers. So in this case of Gurdwara Janamasthan Nankana Saab, this Mahant Narayan Das, who is essentially a stooge of a British government, they work with him to control the Sikh populations. He, with the aid of the government, under their supervision, hires the goons. These are the words written in the reports, you know, Badmash and Gunde. They were hired uh, by hiring some Pathans as well, and they were hired to kill the innocent Sikhs who had come there because they were protesting against what he was doing in the Gurdwara complex, including raping and molesting, sexually molesting a 13-year-old girl. There were enough warnings given about this. They wanted him to peacefully stop doing these things. And this is the time where there's a Gurdwara reform movement going on. And there were already conversations that this Gurdwara needs to come under the newly formed SGPC at the time. So these Jathas were going there uh, as a group in the forms of 500s usually to stop uh, the desecrations within the, within the complex, in the Gurdwara complex, and eventually to remove him. And so when all these uh, Jathibandis got there, was it a trap? Did they know what they were going? Did these? So they were basically protesters. And what I've read is that they were peaceful. Did is it true that they went there saying "asi hatni chokna, asi kisanumarnani"? Like, what was their goal? What was their purpose? And how, what happened? Yeah, this is a great question. So we have to understand the larger movement at the time. You know, the the Akali movement, that is generally called, which eventually became the Gurdwara Sadar movement. And this, within this movement, there are many Gurdwaras, as I mentioned, were under the Mahant controls and they were using the funding like this Gurdwara, this Nankana Sahib complex. If you think about it, Maharaja Ranjit Singh made it what it was, what it is and what it was even in 1921. The, it has Jagir of some say even up to 19,000, you know, when they say 19,000, it's acres. Just think about that for a second. So this is a huge revenue. Obviously, it is historically huge. Uh, people from all walks of life, even today, go there to pay homage to Guru Nanak Sahib. So when you have a place which is directly the epicenter of Sikhi, where the Sikhi started, and you desecrate that, you do wrong things there, you do illegal things there, you do immoral things there, and use all the money, the revenue from that place, because government is protecting you, Sikhs were going after reforming. They wanted these activities stopped. So what they used to do when the Jathas used to go from Akal Taksav or from a village, and there were multiple Jathas coming to this place, and some were stopped by intervention of SGPC as well at the time. But the, the common factor among all of them was they used to do Ardas, and they say, we are going to be non-violent. We are not going to pick up weapons. We are not even going to take weapons with us because this is the Sikh way. This is what gurus have showed us in, in the Sikh paradigm that we will exhaust every other means before we pick up the arms. So that's why they used to go in a non-violent way. Not that because they couldn't fight, not because they didn't own weapons. We are the people who say in the Ardaas, Sri Sahib Ji Sahib, which essentially means may the arms be your allies but they were choosing not to do this and what happened was the day after the massacre actually when the massacre's news 
just to put a uh, uh, little bit of a footnote here when the massacre finished which we need to talk about more when the next jatha which came came fully armed with 2200 sick men women and children and when that jatha arrived even the governor of punjab came very next day the deputy commissioner commissioner reached there by 12:30 pm that very day because they knew now the jatha has come and today the ardas is we are not here to do peaceful protest we will take we will take care of uh, give justice to uh, mahant narayan das we will take over the gurdwara because we have been trying and trying and trying and now this is the end of it when he has massacred 200 men women and children and desecrated including pulling bullets in guru granth sahib's rooms right now it's even i can't even imagine this happening in terms of where peaceful protesters are going and basically getting killed in the most barbaric ways possible but still not picking up arms then because on anir das ptc i mean this is unprecedented i can't i can't even imagine this happen right now and this is just amazing this story is amazing so this actually vampreet happened not in one place this was happening as a larger movement everywhere at nankana sahab this we see we see it at jatoka morcha we say guru ka bag morcha and several gurdwaras where we don't even talk about because they're smaller in terms of the magnitude not smaller in terms of the ideas we are discussing so when c of andrews writes about what akalis were doing at that time and when mahatma gandhi so called mohandas karamchand gandhi talks about that actual after the nankana sahab massacre when six actually showed up with karpans and gandases and chaviyan that's when they got the keys to the gurdwara that's when even gandhi said that six have won the first battle of independence and he shows up there two days later and he then tells the world how did six do it we don't say that we are not capable of taking care of it by physical means we say we are going to exhaust all the means and we will pick up the arms if needed and that's exactly what six said after uh, earlier you had general dyer and dwyer you know the governor and the general who were the british here the difference is the british supported it british allowed it but the person they were supporting and allowing and this is the turning point and this is why this is very important in my opinion since then we have been facing this that the person was desi who was doing this he looked like sick although he wasn't a sick he dressed like sick but he wasn't a sick but he was an instrument which was facilitated by the state to do the massacre of the six so they will not deal with the backlashes like they did at the time of jallianwala bag but the the jallianwala bag massacre is commemorated as being just a massacre whereas nankana sahab 100% sikh element in here is commemorated and remembered not just as a massacre but something that very next day within 24 hours we got the gurdwara back and we put the independence movement it was used by all political parties including gandhi but we put nankana sahab on the global map that day in the british parliament that day that sticks know how to take care of business they're not going to sit there and take the defeats and deaths of innocents just because because we are not the people of non violence we are the non violence of the strong people which means i'm very capable but i've done ardas and this is why the jatha continued that day by the way there was information even on that day that mahant is going to be has hired extra people 
and they have created more bigger steel doors at the entrances of the gurdwaras and there is some nefarious plans that he might do certain things so some jathas did stop uh, and i don't want to get into the different names of the which jathas and which letter was sent by ecpc but you know whether tahal singh did the right thing whether lachman singh did the right thing at the end of the day they were trying to do the right thing but the people who did enter 200 or so they entered because to them the number one thing beyond calculation was we did an ardas so we are going to go so all they did was because they did ardas they went inside they did the matha take they sat down or listening to asakivar and then the doors get shut down and they are killed and mass brutally savagely why because they were peacefully protesting even that day they did not fight back that jatha because they had said they had another das not to fight back the next jatha fought back came with armed and then the governor shows up then the 100 or so policemen of the british government show up from nankana saab then uh, the deputy commissioner shows up then sgpc officials show up and within 24 hours the gurdwara gets back because we were ready to fight the battle we were not ready to take more innocent lives i mean we were not going to take killing of more innocents yeah i guess that's one of the few times gandhi gave six credit at all <laughs> but um so that was okay so that happened where and you know akalis are in the news all the time at least that's what i hear what did akalis have to do what was their role um in this massacre so akali at the time actually means the people who were active not the akali dal as we are used to today akali literally means the timeless one who actually lives beyond the politics of the state or the politics of the town time or the politics of the british at that time even the politics of so akalis were the ones who didn't care about what maharaja patiala is thinking at that time what sundar singh majithia is thinking at that time who is going to be the next jathedar who is going to be the next president of sgpc akalis meant they are answerable only to the guru to the akal we are directly of the guru gobind singh so akali actually means the active six who after listening to everything still did what is true in the in the in the in the sikh tradition so that's what akalis are akalis did they pursued the fight many uh, part of the jatha in one of the jathas entered the complex when their massacre happened other jathas came to fight and they won so you know i think this is very um, sort of uh, instructive of how sikhs are we may have different difference of opinions on tactics we may work with different political ideologies but it, it was very very clear even at that moment our end goal is same even in a differentiation of tactics and political alliances i'm starting to see that now with the the farmers protest happening where everyone's from different locations and they're coming together because their end goal is the same and we'll get to that and how it relates it today but i want to let people know too that I think and you actually told me about this movie. I saw the trailer for it and then I'm like, "Oh wow, there's a movie." And you're like, "Oh, it came out and uh, I saw it." And that's how I really got to know what happened because I feel like it was very historically accurate. And I just want to let people know it's on YouTube, it's on Amazon Prime. Very emotional. There's not going to be a dry eye when you see this movie. I mean, it is it is emotional, but I think they did it right. Uh so you put me to this movie, you saw it. What were your thoughts on the movie and how they portrayed all this? well you know uh, <laughs> in fact it's very interesting i saw it in new delhi 
I saw it a couple of days after it was released in April 2016. And I actually was in Delhi. I was in India because I had personally committed to being at the next Sarbat Khalsa after the November 25 and November 2015 Sarbat Khalsa. The next one was supposed to be Vaisakhi. So I am in India a couple of days before uh, when the Sarbat Khalsa was supposed to happen, which is a separate issue. And I see that this movie is in limited theaters. I go to the movie. My wife Gurpreet is with me. One of our friends, Anika, I asked her to also come along if she wants to see. So we all went. First thing I noticed, it's got an adult rating. Now, censor board, which is known to do very funny things before I even talk about the media, uh, the movie itself, which is incredible. They give it adult rating. Why? Well, they said there was too much violence. I have seen the movie Ram Leela. I have seen the movie Madras Cafe. They are much, much more violent. So obviously there was a political reason because it is too inspiring. It is too good. It is free of propaganda. It was done with amazing acting, amazing direction, amazing songs and numbers, amazing picking of the stories and coming, putting together the screenplay by really, really good Punjabi folks. And all of them are not even six. So, you know, salute to Samundri and his team who put this together. So the movie was too powerful. Instead of making it tax free, the censor board of India actually gives it a real rating, which means it's restricted, which means many people will not show it, will not go to it. So that was first problem with it. But the movie itself was marvelous. And uh, the, the marvelousness has to do with, you know, they told the story in such a beautiful way. I, I can. It's very powerful. You're absolutely right. It's so powerful. Like even if you don't know anything about what happened at the massacre at the Nankana Saab, if you go watch it and you can watch it on YouTube within a year, the filmmakers actually put it on YouTube so people can watch it because government of India was restricting it. And I think they were restricting it because it was inspiring that there are current Mahants. There are Mahants today. There are people who work with the state people who use people's money. There are uh, organizations, uh, political alliances who are using Sikh money to do counter or anti-Sikh things. And this movie was about who eventually fights them, who eventually protests against them. And it was all about average Sikh does. Sikh who was even getting medal from the British Indian government participated in it. A couple who is about to get married is participating in it. Somebody who is an adopted son of someone that even teenager is participating in it. People who used to be good in cooking langars in particular areas, they are participating in it. This is such a powerful story. This is the story of the six that we are, we even when leaderships fail, the average Sikh who is touched by the inspiration of the gurus is going to do anything and everything in the name of the guru. This is why this movie was so powerful. I highly recommend it. And this is why the movie was uh, purposefully given the adult rating. So it will not be available to Sikhs or Punjabis or Indians at large. Uh, because anyone who will see it uh, will get excited and inspired to fight against uh, uh, corrupt spirituals and the corrupt politicals. Yeah, no, I, I highly recommend the movie, too. I thought it was great. Great actors. They picked top-notch actors to do it, too. So um, that's very awesome. You know, Nankana Saab is in the news now as well. I, but I do want to connect this to the farmers' protest because when I thought about it again and people peacefully doing things, people that are not super sick or whatever that you think that is in, in, in your head, the average person 
has come together with different religions, uh, different cultures for the end goal here too, peacefully protesting uh, for their rights, for something that is theirs. So how do you, what what goes on in your head when you see the farmers protest and this big movement that has basically taken the world by storm, which India wants to shut down too, but it's like a Pandora's box that's open now. uh, So everyone's looking at it. What, what goes on in your head when you see the farmers protest now? And then even if you have to relate it back to what Sikhs have been doing or Punjabis have been doing a hundred years ago. Well, the inspiration comes from Dankara. Inspiration comes from Guru Nanak Sabsi's, you know, whether it is a local tradesman or a local religious leader or a local king or the local dynasty or the South Asian emperor at the time and everything in between from a block leader, as we would call it today, like a municipal elections just happened, village leaders, all the way to national leaders, he critiques them in his own way. He protests against them, their unethical practices. He uh, instructs them as to how they are corrupting people. He tells them, uh, and so for that he's jailed. So the inspiration of these protests, protest, by the way, for six is the starting point. You know, we are not protesting uh, uh, because that's an end goal for us. For six, it's a starting goal. And we have always done it. We have done it against various governments. We have done it against various prime ministers. So what you are seeing in farmers' protests is largely uh, what is part of the Punjabi Sikh psyche. So this is why even when the left group, and I don't want to get into that, that's not the today's topic, but even when the certain morchas, which are headed by lefts, they use the same vocabulary. They all say, Jo bole sonehal, satriyakal. They are starting with Vaheguruji ka khalsa, Vaheguruji ki fateh. Even a couple of days ago, when that youngster who was being gunned down by water cannons, he came on a stage and he said it just like that. He's like, don't throw our youth under the bus. You got to figure out how to work with them. We did the protest. When we were going for the protest, we didn't do it because you asked us. We left our villages because this is what we are supposed to do. So this idea of protest, this idea of peaceful protest uh, by those who are very capable of otherwise using uh, the, the Kirpan to protect their own honors, which is used to protect anyone's honor, people who are very capable of doing that, when they do a peaceful protest, people like Gandhi even get shook up. Because when he saw that ad, he was nearby. That's why he showed up uh, uh, at Nankana Saab. And by the way, I just want to connect this uh, religiously as well. You know, the Udasis at the time were doing their own conference to make sure the other Mahans got more empowered against the Akalis. They actually called it a Sanatan conference. So the, the religious outfits who were against the Akalis, against the Sikhs, they were coming together. State was helping them and the Akalis were going against it. So you see all these elements today. You know how the state and its machineries work with the religious and the political of various persuasions to sort of go against what or, or, or do what the state needs. So in the, in the protest scene, we are seeing that as well. We saw that in the cases of Nankana Saab and uh, Sikhs were congratulated for it, for essentially reclaiming their Gurdwara, reclaiming it in the name of the Guru, not in the name of any individual or any institutions and uh, doing it with their sweat and blood. 
This is very important because unless you are committed, nothing happens. And the governments see this. People who side with the governments also see it. They can measure. And when a Sikh of the Guru does it, when that psyche, that Sikh psyche or Punjabi psyche, which is connected with the original idea of Guru Nanak, says it, they mean it, and people who uh, are looking at them, witnessing at them, they see that level of seriousness and that commitment, which means that the policies have to be changed, the administrations have to be changed, the governance has to be changed, and that's what you're seeing in farmers' protest in the name of Guru as well. Yeah, so this might be a stretch. Maybe I'm optimistic, but this was happening in the 1920s, so 100 years ago, the Nankana massacre happened, and I'm glad that you said what happened afterwards, and we came armed, and then we got the keys back. So, and everyone knows 1920s, uh, not everyone knows, but a lot of people know 1920, the reform movement happened, and then we came, SUPC, we got the rat and everything. So it had its path. Now, 100 years later, we're having these protests. People are waking up, I think. I think people are waking up. I think people are realizing what the leaders have done and how they've been bamboozled and all these things. Maybe I'm uh, maybe it's a stretch, but is there is this the beginning or a foundation? Like you just said, too, protest is the starting point for big reforms to happen. Do you feel optimistic that way? Well, we don't have an option. Remember, but the the idea which I said, or the specificity there is, uh, the Sikhs who are connected with the Guru, they really mean it when they say it. it doesn't matter what they look like or how they identify otherwise with. So when you are identifying with the idea, so people in this protest, and we have done this before, it, it all comes down to individuals and then coalitions of individuals. I'm very optimistic. I, if you ask me, you know, we have done two podcasts just on the farmer protests. And I already said from the level of idea, from the awakening, this is already winning. So let's collect this to Nankana Saab. So what happened with Nankana Saab? It shook up the whole British government. It shook up even the Indian Congress leaders, all India National Congress leaders, to see how to really do things at a national level. You're not going to, in fact, Gandhi went to another, you know, where you talk about these uh, Narmada uh, Dam issues at the same time in 1922. There were similar things happening just to reconnect those dots. And he stood there and he gave a lecture. He says, when will I see the Lachman Singhs in this movement? You know, he named him because they were not seeing them. You know, it is one thing to show up as a physical number. It is another thing to show up as this in Sikh vocabulary with tan, man, and tan, with physical strength, with intellectual strength, as well as monetary strength. So, so there is a self-reliance of the movement as well. So that is the hope. I think that hope fuels the farmer movement and that should be fueling anywhere Sikhs are in the name of Guru Nanak Sahib. So when, uh, uh, you do get an opportunity uh, to physically go to Nankana, go to Nankana. I went, you know, last time I went, and every time I go, I'll just share this personal element as well. I'm least interested. A lot of people want to know from me, you know, what about that golden parlgi with certain six cent which is sitting on the side? Well, first thing I tell them, I really don't care. It is not about that palki. You want to know something other than which is after the Janamasthan? It is that berry where Guru Nanak played, where Guru Nanak sat, and who knows what else Guru Nanak did with the other children, with the other adults, men and women of Nankana. 
But what else is that berry about is that the same Mahant used that berry to burn and lynch Sikhs like Pai Lachman Singh. So if I'm interested in something, it is the space which Guru Nanak physically visited this earth on and came on. And second, the space, which is a reminder, the tree, it's a reminder that our people have been lynched there and burned there alive because they will not accept any desecration which is related to not just the space of the Guru, but any physical violations, including violations of women, molestations included. That's a reminder of Nankana. So these golden palkis don't mean anything. They never have meant anything. Those are distractions for the six. We have done that with Golden Temple as well. You know, the, the real impetus, the real purpose of six has always been that inspiration of the space being utilized to counter the negative, the politics, the corruption. And that's what Anankana Sahib is all about. Yeah, no, I'm very happy you said that. It's like shiny object syndrome, and then you get distracted by the bigger picture and the real reason you're there. But uh, Harinder, I wanted to ask you, actually, and you already answered it, so no reason to ask you about, because I know you've been to Nankana Sahib. What do you do when you go there? So I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you, uh, I hope everyone listening and watching will uh, will feel, uh, you know, read about Nankana Massacre. And when you go there, you feel, you, maybe you'll have a different feeling. Maybe it'll bring a change and inspiration to you. So, uh, but I'm so happy you said that. Any closing thoughts are in there? So, you know, last few times I've been there, they asked me to do lectures there. I said, no, let me have a, if there is one, let me actually do classes with the children because I'm most interested in what Guru Nanak, I'm trying to relate to Guru Nanak. You know, this is about education for us. This is not about, you know, taking or bringing waters as much as that might be dear to certain people, this is not about taking and bringing prashads. This is not about taking and bringing things. It never was. It was always about taking and bringing the mind to submit to the higher thought, the higher consciousness uh, within our surth, the Shabbat, which awakens us. And this awakening brings, we bring that back. This awakened mind, this wisdom, we are supposed to take it and bring it and share it, which is what Langar is as well. So that's what I'm hoping that this Saka Nankana Saab, you know, is really, and I like the word Saka because Saka is not that they did this to us. It's not a complaint in Saka. You know, massacre we are using to explain what they did. Saka is an episode. Saka is a major event. So even when we talk about this, we say ki, ek vada saka si, which means they did this, but we knew exactly what to do. We knew exactly what to do. And this was a major success in the 20th century where the, uh, and, 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 and this is where the work is. So my parting thought is, let's understand our history a little bit in more detail. Somebody asked me the other day, can you recommend me a book on uh, Saka Nankana so I said, there is no book. You have to read multiple articles. You have to read Ruchi Ram's book. You have to read some reports. You have to look at certain documents. I mean, you can't, sure, start with the Wikipedia, but that ain't going to cut it. And don't get caught up into, was it 150, 183? Because I've asked those questions. I've looked at the names and I said, people, if you look at the list, which is even in Nankana Sava, and I've talked to people who put together that list, it's missing the names of women and children. So we have to realize what happens when these lists get made. But the eyewitnesses account have put it anywhere between 200 to 260. 
So it is not about numbers, but it does matter that that many innocent people were killed. In fact, you know, you talked about the movie, the last scene of the movie is so powerful, where when the man says, we have killed everyone, and this kid comes out, he says, no, 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 you haven't. He says, you were hiding? He says, no, 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 I wasn't hiding. I was protecting Guru Granth Sahib because the bullets were going through it. He comes out and they brutally murder him. But that's okay. That's how I'm presenting. He says, I'm, this is acceptable. Don't say you've killed every Sikh. Tomorrow you will say, he, you know, this kid didn't, you know, he hid. He says, no, 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 I'm very much here. This is our story. Puran Singh writes about it, that in 1920s, this happened in mass. You know, Sikhs stopping the trains going to Nankana because the prisoners were in there. He says, you cannot just take them. We're going to feed them langar. We fed langar like that. Think about that for a second. You know, so our traditions of langar, our traditions of martyrdom, our traditions of non-violence of the strong are at a very different level. Yes, some of those elements we see in today's world and many Sikhs are trying, but we do need to recognize the elevated consciousness which was born out of Guru Nanak, which was born out of Guru Nanak Shabad. And that elevated consciousness is a great reminder 100 years ago, what happened in Karna Sahib. And today, when the governments are playing games, some of the audience might be very confused, right? PSGPC said that, EDBP said that, SGPC said that, SAD said that, you know, these acronyms, people are confusing. So yeah, they are confusing. You know what? They can say these things because that's a game between political parties. That's a game between India and Pakistan. That might be because of what's happening with the farmers' protest. But that's not the story. The story is that Nankana was always ours, it still isn't. In 47, it wasn't ours, so we included in Ardas. But in Ardas, we should be including so many other Gurdwaras, including the Rabar Sahib complex. We don't have a free access to that. Do we do free deliberations there? No, even the deliberations are controlled there. At Agal Tak Sahib, they're controlled. So the, the reminder from Nankana Sahib is that this really needed to be Vatican-like. We really lost the Nankana Saab and Punjab Saabs, as well as what is on the Indian side of Punjab, because we don't have sovereign access to those spaces. The reminder from Nankana is we are still in that state of existence. And if we want to come out of that state of existence, the first thing to do is know the Sikh narrative based on Gurbani, based on Guru Granth Saab, and based on the ideas of Guru Nanak, based on the living testimonies of people who are at Nankana Saab, who were at Nankana Saab as well. they saying great parting words. I urge everybody to read up on it. If you're a visual person like me, definitely go check out the movie. Uh, always a pleasure. I learned a lot as usual. Harinder saying thank you for being here. Waigjika Khalsa, Waigjiki Fateh. Guru Fateh.